G'day punters, welcome to the Mailbag's preview of the long weekend ahead at Easter and just as occurred uh, what over 2,000 years ago when Jesus died and was resurrected uh, as we went towards the weekend. Uh, the same thing happened yesterday, Jack Dickens with Betfair, uh, which managed to die and collapse in a hole, causing bookmakers all across the country to completely shit their pants and then uh, it magically resurrected itself just in time for... A very handy weekend on the punt. Well, maybe just like Jesus, it, it, it passed on the Wednesday and just needs to resurrect itself by the Saturday so that uh, everyone in the game knows what to do late. It was uh, some interesting moves. Like Top Sport got smacked a few times. Not the right horses that didn't win, but there was good betting the last few races. It was very interesting to watch on Wednesday. Um, fascinating that some of the employees at Betfair who front-footed everything on Derby Day the communication on their social media yesterday was disgraceful. Um, obviously, like, everyone understands, I, th- I think, that there's going to be situations that no one can control. But, like, just communicate that, hey, guys, we have no idea what's going on, so therefore we have no idea how long this is going to be out for. I wouldn't think that would be that hard. But anyway. It's been twice you know, in the last... You say anything too controversial or against the... The um the big the big machine that they can um get pretty upset. So we're just it was interesting. I I, I enjoyed the the betting angles that you saw on track and just hope like Jesus it comes back in three days time for Saturday because it won't matter for Friday for you because there'll be limited and zero liquidity anyway at Ascot. Oh, they might be a little bit pumped around, you know, because people got to bet. They got to got to get themselves wet somehow. So uh, join the fun at Ascot. Come on. I can't wait for tomorrow. It's uh, traditionally one of Peter's... Well, we saw Rob Scurry on Saturday produce a, a Jesus-like performance. It was elite. But you are you were God. Was it two years ago? Uh, it might have been three. It might have been 2018 off the top of my head. I reckon, he's, I reckon he spent 22 units curls and returned over 100. It was fucking unbelievable. What was the biggest price winner, like, with an actual unit on it? Uh... I'm a god. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm a love man. In the last, it knocked off some pike thing, which was I think even money or a dollar eighty, and it was uh, I was taking eighty one dollars fixed before the jump. Yeah, it was like zero point two five. It was unbelievable. Zero point two five units. It was. Yeah. It's got to be on. <laughs> anyway, so we've got Ascot tomorrow. Standalone pistol Pete time. Curls. You haven't got Corona. Looks like Queensland sweet. Uh, <laughs> The old boy, Simo, is cursed again. He's up there for Blues Fest, which they just cancelled. Um, mm. how, how are you surviving mentally? Well, the cafe that I visit daily um, did have a positive case. Oh, but unfortunately for me, that case was... That ca- that carrier visited at 10.30. I was there at 7.30, so I was a little bit pissed. Because I think that, you know, getting, getting the Rona... Over Easter, dying and then coming back would really be befitting this time of year. But anyway, um, yeah. So we're all systems go. You can wear a mask to the races, but I don't know. Fuck that. I'm not doing that. I'll just uh, sit in the office and bet. There's 11 meetings in Queensland on Saturday. 11. 11 meetings. Just say you averaged eight horses per race. That's 88 jockeys. Required, <laughs> like that's yeah. 
Someone's going to ride winners to, on over Easter, <laughs> and it's going to be a miracle. As, as, as well as, you know, the other meetings we've got, like there's two meetings tonight, obviously tomorrow off, which, you know, as an atheist, I kind of feel a bit offended. Maybe I could start a bit of a movement on social media about the offence caused by not racing Easter and Christmas Day, you know, Friday and Christmas Day. Um, the industry's proven that participants and punters, you know, welfare of both aren't really a priority. It's just about, you know, wagering and making people bet. So give us a, give us something to bet on. <laughs> thank, uh, thank you to Racing Western Australia uh, for putting on Friday for Pistol and the rest of it. It's settle down, settle down. Not, they were just first to do it. I think it's just a matter of time. Well, All right. Because racing in WA would be one of those states that understands and cares little for actual wagering. I think it's just a coincidence that they're a standalone, to be yeah. honest. Oh, it's got nothing to do with wagering, trust me. There, there is, it is, wagering has zero to do with anything. I heard a report that they're actually let the, the on-course tab limits how much you can have on because there's no NBLs there. So good luck there on Saturday and Friday, Peter. Wowee. Um, all right, so what have we got at Caulfield? We've got races eight and nine are the ones you want to have a look at. There's also the Easter Cup, but uh, you're angling around that. So the Elvis Thurgood, Victoria Handicap, race eight, group three over 1,400 metres. Yeah, look, usual blah, blah, blah. Rails out six metres, so live and learn. See what happens with the track pattern and all that good stuff, eh? Um I think Be Good, Dear Mother, Cuba, Morvada, Grey Worm, and Asia Chivalry will roll forward from the good gates. Well, Asia Chivalry and Grey Worm, not so much. They were, they rode Asia Chivalry cold first up, despite um, the great man indicating to me that the plan was to go forward. So um, they cop it sweet that stable because D Lane rides again. Um, to be fair, a few of the better riders have gone to Sydney, so I don't think they sort of had many other options. And um, But anyway, um, what was I going to say? I want to back it again. I think it'll drift slightly. Um, <laughs> I think it's suited up to 400 metres. Um, I don't think it's going to get a great run. I don't know what he'll do with it. Um, I, don't, I don't think the stable will know what he's going to do on it when they leg him on it. Um, I don't know if Damien even knows what he's going to do on it um, but I think the horse is a really nice horse I think it's a good price and you can argue um, pretty intelligently as to why it's a bet here if, if, if you could be bothered um, but I can't so I'm going to back it and I'm also going to back number 11 Riddle Me That I think it's going to get a nice run from Barrier 2 um, I don't mind Stackhouse inside like he's he's hungry and thirsty enough to, to win a, a decent amount of prize money in a group race Um I think the horse is screaming out for 400 metres. Um, I think it's a fair price. There's a lot of nice horses here that, you know, wouldn't surprise, but they're the two that sort of stood out to me as horses that are up in trip, um, looking for the 400 metres. And I believe um, Aja Shivery probably has a pretty good record at the track. Yeah, it does. Eight, eight starts at the track, two, two winners, two seconds, and a third. Oh, track and distance, four starts, two wins, and a second. Distance stats are good overall. Yeah, it's a 400-meter horse. Should be suited. 
Um, there was a good amount of early money for Pretty Brazen, who was um, okay first up behind Sosie Bond. Um, sort of peaked on the run, I thought, and they walked early. So the stable's not firing, so that, that money's, I think we should have respected. Um, interesting, another interesting run is Bams on Fire, who I think will improve uh, back to Caulfield, home track, good track and trip stats. Uh, yeah, and that'll do me. All right, very good. Uh, um, you that, could... that makes some sense. Yeah, it does, uh, especially the backing age of chivalry bit, because I think out of its 20 career starts, you probably backed it at the least 18 or 19 times. So, uh... yeah, oh, just yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to do though. Like back it now or wait. It's drawn to get a sheer run, so you'd think it drifts, but. Anyway. Who knows? Uh, you got the last as well as the other race you want to focus on. You got that Cadre du Noir. Uh, you've got something called Zarek, Shandy, Somerset Morm, Killarney. There's a lot of foreign horses here. Skyman. Yeah, look, here's the map I've got. Surreal Image and Hole Beyond can probably lead Somerset Morm. How do we. Morm? As I was playing golf with someone on. Uh, Monday, or and they, they thought I'd take, I'm taking the piss with my pronunciations. I literally don't know how to say any of these things. Number four, I think it'll be forward. <laughs> I think number number eight, like say number eight. Go curls eight. Say number eight's name. Cadre du Noir. Say it. Cadre du Noir. Cadre du Noir. Yeah. I think the three Retrato can roll probably roll forward. Reckon uh, Kill, Kill Ernie, Mr. Exclusive, re-edit, sort of go back with Skyman, never again. Shandy will sit midfield. Uh, they went up 480, Shandy. That was the wrong price. Like, big, big price. I think it'll start closer to $3. I think it will win. I think if it doesn't win, if it gets held up and doesn't get the runs at the right time, this Skyman will come over the top of them. I reckon they'll run the Cornella. I reckon you should back both. That's number two, Skyman for D. Thornton. And number nine, Shandy for for Elton Zara and D Lane. So um, D Lane holds the key to the to the mailbag preview shows. Um, Victorian content this week. Okay, lovely jubbly. Uh, Curls, you're after. To... Just, just Google Cadre du Noir. What is it? Some kind of French military equine training academy. Military Riding Academy, founded in 1828. Well, there you go. we know we know what a shandy is. I don't like them, but um, I, I really like. Unlike blokes who drink them, this horse put itself through a proper hole at Sandown. <laughs> no, I'm saying. I'm not saying... I'm saying blokes, blokes who drink them like, wouldn't have the courage to go through that gap. This horse does. Beer and lemonade. Mm. Wow. Scomo would be huge, Andy, man. Do you know Somerset Morm, or Morm, or however you want to pronounce it? Very difficult name to pronounce, Kells, and I don't... Um, I'm not going to judge you for getting it wrong. Likely named after um, English playwright, novelist, and short story writer William Somerset, 
more, more. <laughs> Probably, yeah, make, that makes good sense, eh? Hmm. This is a great thing about the mailbag. You might occasionally learn something. Yeah. Kels, what's happening at Eagle Farm? Well, um, they're racing there on Saturday, Pistol. Um, as well as 10 other venues, um, <laughs> at least a Saturday, which is good. Just for those following at home, I had to choose between Aquas Park, Gold Coast, Bar Calden, Eagle Farm, Emerald, Flinton, Gatton, Gladstone, Mareeba, Nanango, Roma, and Bulia. I think you pronounce it. Um, so out of those 11, I think I'll cover Eagle Farm. Um, sort of like race four a little bit as a, as a race to discuss. Um, it's got a few angles and uh, a few chances and sort of one that we I probably should have done some business uh, yesterday Seems like uh, some some owners have or someone has close to the stable. Race four, number seven, East Asia. Um, likely named after that part of the world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you'd hope so. <laughs> Possibly. East Asia comes here from um, from Sydney and it's having its first start for Robert Heathcote. Uh, Patrick Webster formerly trained it. Uh, it's got some... Um, some form around, uh, you know, that sort of benchmark 72 class in Sydney and um, money's for it. It's got some, you know, some strong figures. I think it's a great chance. I think it maps really well here. Um, got a horse like In Gear, Distawan, and probably Santa another horse in this race to be pushing up. Um, I think Distawan... Like it's you know it's in the market for sure, but um, like it's got a three kilo claimer and, and an outside gate, so like I think it's going to do too much work early. So you know it's taken up a fair chunk of the market at three fifty. So sort of I'll, I'll be happy to sort of take it on. Like I think it's a horse with plenty of ability, um, but sort of happy to take it on here. I think they might sort of be looking for it coming across and and make it a little bit hard work for it. Um, in gear's got good stats at Eagle Farm. Six starts there, two wins and three minors. Uh, look, it's very important that you're on horses that can handle the surface at Eagle Farm. We know it's firm. The rain's all but gone. Um, so, you know, I expect it to race sort of firmish again. So, um, you know, in gear's got the stats there. Um, you know, at the track and distance, it's had two goes for a win in a second as well. So, you know, it's thereabouts. Um, I think East Asia's one. I'm not too worried about um, it not having been at Eagle Farm as such, just because like Robert Heathcote trains there, and Robert is known not only for telling Mark Duplessis to get fucked in a post-race <laughs> interview that was plastered all over social media, but he doesn't miss them in their gallops, uh, and they do a fair bit of galloping on that firm course proper at Eagle Farm. So his horses do seem to race well there on the track, um, so that, I think that's a thing. Um, so look, it's probably getting, you know, short enough now, like to, close enough to its right quote. But I think there's still a little bit of fat uh, in the price there for East Asia. I sort of thought it and Ingi could probably fight it out but, um, and, and sort of oppose the two. The only other horse that I'm sort of a little bit interested in to see how it goes is number six lineup, mainly because um, we were on it first up where it just killed them, and then last start at Toowoomba we're on it heavily and. Didn't get the best ride, um, you might say. 
So much so that it lobbed behind the leader and decided to grab hold and drift to full back defence and then decided to get active on it the last 100 metres and, like, I don't know, if it broke the land speed record for its last 100, but it would have went close. Um, probably uh, probably a little bit outclassed here, but it'll run better than a $26 shot. There's, a, there's an exciting young young new rider heading up to uh, Queensland Curls, another Victorian. Yeah, there is, and he's riding tonight as, as we record this show on Thursday. Noel Callow, relocated. Are you, are you representing him yet? Uh, there is, like, nah. Um, <laughs> I admire Noel and admire his attitude, especially when he got suspended that time in Victoria not long ago and he said, it's their rules, it's their monopoly board, I'm just playing the game. If I don't pass go, I don't collect $200. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's a good line. So, look, I think Noel might enjoy himself in Queensland where it's, you know, there's a perception there's stewards might not be as sharp up here as down there. So I think someone with Noel's ability could have a bit of fun up here and ride a stack of winners. Might try and get Noel on the show pretty soon, I think. Yeah, well, look, he's kicking off in race two at Toowoomba tonight on Master Bailey from gate one. He can sort of dictate whether he wants to lead or take the trail here, and it's a good chance. It's $5, 450 He might come up on a winning note. Um, yeah, he'll go well here. I, I believe he's going to ride up north as well, so. I think he's still, like, one of the stronger riders here. So, like, of the riders you've copped recently, he's easily the best. I was going to say, speaking of up north curls, he might get a ride on. I want to be on Avocado Sunset. What a horse! Three on the bounce. Yeah. What a what a bloodstock agent. Well, Jack, I've dipped my toe in again. Oh, um, oh no, no, I have. Just um, the toe. So the Avocado has won three on the bounce and covered his purchase price, so everyone's happy. So decided to go again. Um, there's a horse called Selling Sunset that's trained at, uh, in the Gold Coast Interland at Canungra there. Casey Fogden trains his horse. Now, um, he's had is a couple. Near, of... Is that near Mount Tambourine? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it's trains out of that Aquas farm, the facility out there, and, try, and has some boxes in at the Gold Coast as well. So this horse had a couple of barrier tri- official barrier trials. It's ran second both times, and a horse that's won. Each of those trials has gone on and won a two-year-old maiden. So I thought this thing's just like a like this. So Black booked it anyway, right? And um, and sort of made some inquiries of what they're doing with it because I'm not for those that sort of follow it a little bit, they'll understand that Aquas the horses that Aquas have ownership in they sell unless they're going to make it, so to speak. You know, like to the Stallion. to the higher end. Yeah, stallions particularly. Um, so you know they're fillies and. The fillies and sort of, you know, the geldings, they've, they've been selling a lot of them lately. And um, so I just sort of inquired if this one was available and it was going to sell. And as it turned out, Casey, who's who's a trainer in her own right, um, who used to be at Aquas as well, she trains now in her own right, had brought the horse off him. So it was a great opportunity to go into it. And, um, like, it's, it wasn't a lot of money, and it runs the casino on Tuesday, and the fields are out now. It's drawn barrier one, and because it's Bob's bonus, it's 20 grand to a winner. Um, goes around a seven-horse field on Tuesday for 20000 to the winner off two good barrier trials. So I thought, well, if you're going to punt it, you might have loan it. Are we in this thing? 
Yeah, I'll put yous in it. <laughs> yeah, good. The mailbag syndicate will have to go in it, I think. Good, yep. I'm happy. I'm keen. So, right. obviously, if other, if someone else wanted to get involved with us, we're not syndicating this source. We are not doing anything nah, that makes direct, direct. or anyone email us a cease and desist notice. Um, how would they get involved? Just go straight to the trainer. I can point them in the right direction. There you go. To the trainer. Yeah. Very good. Well handled. Buy off a trainer. It's a lot cheaper than buying a. It's a lot cheaper than buying a yearling and you're going on the races Tuesday. So that's. I thought it was a great idea. Um, it is a great idea. It's a sensational idea. How far is Casino from the Gold Coast? Uh, the oh the, the racetrack Casino. Casino the racetrack is that is that like it's like an hour and a half. Oh, the New Warren? South. It's just over the border there. Yeah. Yeah, just I've been there. Um, rural. Can't believe there's a racetrack there. Yeah, good. If you Google casino, you'd know, you come up with Treasury Brisbane. Um, <laughs> casino. Uh, no, it's not far away anyway. It's, a cut, it's just a hop over the border. And they're racing there Tuesday. So, Why'd they call it casino, Curly? Did it used to be involved. like... Drew Barrier won as well. In the, early, like, in the early settlers' time, was it a gambling hotspot for... Convicts. No, more known for its beef production, Jack. Um, <laughs> casino have a big beef week there. Well, um, what, I don't know about the origins of it. I know a lot, but that's not. Uh, good question. Don't know. Okay, the educational educational component of this show is well and truly off the rails, so. Shall we have a look at Ascot just before we finish? There is 18 races there over the next 48 hours. Yeah, but most importantly, guys, if you if you enjoy any of the content, you might be able to tell it's getting a little bit... Um, I'm running out of gas. So the point of the content sometimes is to support uh, my fellow mailbaggers. And it's Peter's time to shine. And if you want to support him and support me and support us, head to themailbag.com.au. What does it cost them to bet... For two days in a row when there's nowhere else to bet, race by race, via the app, accountable betting advice. What does it cost them, Peter? Depends on how many other places you want to bet at. What's the cheapest? I don't know. Depends how generous I am. We don't know how much it costs, but it's not too expensive and it's well worth your your, your expense. Peter's, Peter's flying. Would equate to being, if you're just getting my stuff, about a dollar twenty a race. It's great information, yeah, right? great value. Um, get around him, support him. It's his time to shine. We just sit back tomorrow. Um, is it is tomorrow the day you're supposed to eat fish or meat? I think you're supposed to eat meat. <laughs> We're just gonna be what? For those of the faith, for those of the faith, Jack, you're not meant to eat red meat. Yeah, so tomorrow's going to be a big fish day then and a big pistol day. We're going to be betting on ponies at Ascot, eating our prawns. <laughs> prawns, Coronas, Pistol Pete. <sighs> then when he fills up, when he fills right on up, go back to the shop, buy the Platinum Pack, and you can bet 880 races in Queensland on Saturday <laughs> and eight or nine races at Caulfield. 
let's keep this simple in the Karakata plate group two for the two-year-olds. The map is chaotic. That's probably the first thing. There's heaps of speed. There's oodles of speed. It's going to come down to potentially how the track's playing, but I still think you'd want to be forward of midfield despite all that pressure up front. Spin the knife for Luke Fernie and Jason Brown, I think is going to be the map horse. Wasn't suited last start. Went back towards last. Did okay going through the line. Was supported on that occasion against Polissier. Polissier's drawn cast. I've been with it both starts this prep. I will follow up once more because I do rate this filly's ability. It's a wonderful race, but I can't wait to see some of these things in the flesh. I think it's going to be a really good mounting yard race for the two-year-olds. It will be warm enough. Might be a little bit going on there in the yard. And uh, I think we've got a pretty handy profile across the uh, the mailbag on two-year-olds parading, wouldn't you say, Dickens? It's one of the it's one of the things we're actually respected for, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, always have an edge. But we we're always getting a little bit better at our at our form analysis, thanks to PonyFilm.com.au. Absolutely, no bullshit. Like it genuinely helps, and you continue to learn. Yeah. Uh, other race of note is race five. It is. Clairvoyance returning after oh. a spell. Now, you might recall this horse was favourite for the Group 1 Winterbottom Stakes last year, but it was scratched due to a hoof abscess. Goes around $1.50. Is this yours again? No, nah, it's not. Same stable, but I, I don't own it. Um, I can't keep up with it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do have quite a number of horses, but this isn't one of them. Is this one of the big futures ones we had? No. No, we're trying to, to edge around it, and luckily that proved to be the right move. Um Perfect yard race. First time seeing this horse. Get a little bit of intel. Will I be able to lay it $1.50? Will I be able to lay it the place? We'll Play see. Yeah, win and place, baby. Well, well, you might not be able to do any laying unless you want to apply for a license because is Betfair back? I, look, I, I, I don't know. Um, but we've had the tab and Betfair crash in the last six months, so it's been a great time to be a punter. Yeah, never a better time. Yep. We'll all be SP bookies eventually, won't we? Oh, don't say that. We'll get audited. <laughs> it's a pretty busy place right there. I think there's about to become another like 45 online bookies, so we should be sweet to bet. Provided they go up. I don't know. Is there laws around they have to actually put up a fair market, curls? Like, a, you know, it's got to be within 140% or something. I don't know, I doubt it. Um, I suppose it's buyer beware. Um, you know, I've noticed, I've probably taken it a little bit more notice recently. Like, you know, yesterday we're betting at Doombin and, um, you know, sort of betting 128% markets 20 minutes before the race, just before the QIP kicked in. So 25 minutes before the race, it's... It's getting harder to. I finding it. I found it hard. I don't know whether I'm just going through that sort of phase or what. But um, like, uh, just finding it, finding it difficult at the pricing at, the, at this point, particularly maybe because there's so many meetings going on and in Queensland anyway. And you know, the shorties seem short. If that makes sense, the shorties just seem to be getting shorter. So yeah, finding it though, it's been a little bit harder anyway. I don't know. I don't know what their rules are. Some bookies don't even go up at one o'clock, even though the NBL kicks in. So I don't know if there's any uniformity at all. 
But yeah, all I'm is that when NBL will... does kick in, there's at least 10. Yeah. I was going to say, when the NBL excludes pistol, obviously, um, but when the NBL does kick in, there's at least 10 or 12 bookies you can bet at to win a 1,000. So if you need to be getting on to win more than 12,000 at 9 o'clock, you must be going all right. So there's plenty of opportunity to get on. You might mm. get on as you might get on as much as you want at the price you want, but like, is that not the game? Yeah, but ninety-eight percent of the population will get on enough, more than enough for themselves at nine a.m. It would just be nice if I, I can't believe that they don't have to take the bet when they go up with the market. Yeah, that needs some tweaking for sure. But, for sure. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, lads, they'll do us. There's plenty going on. We haven't even mentioned sport, but the Festival of the Boot continues this weekend. NRL, AFL, cricket's back online with the IPL coming out soon. That starts uh, April 9, so stay tuned for that. If you like betting on the late-night uh, extravaganza that is the Indian Premier League. Oh, who doesn't? You know there's another yeah. Bowls tournament coming up too? Oh, Bushy's back. There is, another, there is another Premier League bowls tournament coming up. Um, Bushy made contact with me saying, get ready, son. So, looking oh, forward to that. He's a bit of an alpha, is he? Big Bush Dog. Well, look, he's... he's the old son. Big Bush Dog coming... You know that he come into the avocado as well? Yeah. He's in the avocado. Like, he's just flying. He's just been signed up at some, some local bowling club to pay... Like, getting... Paid to play bowl slim as well. He's airborne bushy. He's winning everywhere. He's getting paid to bowl. Yeah, it's like, yeah, they play. There's big cash tournaments going on there in the lawn bowls. Maybe we should have a crack at it. Ah, oh, fuck! I'm too useless. I'll just be worried. I've just got to try and find a winner. That's hard enough. I've got a bet at Bow Desert today. Like, give me strength, Jack. Can't do three things at once. I think we're going to bet at Pakenham too, which, if it loses, will be the last bet ever at Pakenham. I don't reckon I've had a winner there for at least the whole... Like We've won a shitload in Victoria this month. Really strong month. Donated a heap at Pakenham. Would have been an enormous month without Pakenham. But we'll probably bet there again tonight. And uh, we've got another big group day in Sydney with Scurry. Airborne. Can Beyond Airborne. Can it continue? Yes. I think it can. Yeah. He's in the zone. He's in that right, he's in that good headspace. Yeah, it's feeling good. The horses are talking to him, baby. Indeed. Alright. Go well, lads. <laughs>